0: It's going to be
3: the funniest show ever because I'm all
4: about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Money. How much In you going to And his partner, Felix Happender Stevenson.
3: From Mech Echo City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind.
0: Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. It is me. Rab Florence, still currently uh, one of the co-hosts of Wrestling Daft, unless another big gig comes along, mm. that uh, steals me away. And yep. I'm joined, of course, by my co-host, Gredo. Uh, he's my co-host, I'm his co-host. We love hosting things together, don't we, Gredo?
3: Aye, it's good fun, man. We have a rare tear, I like, Actually, I think we've got a good cam, uh, camaraderie together.
0: There's something about us, Gredo, that's just... I mean, what, what do we hear all the time? People that aren't even into wrestling, they're not even into wrestling, and they listen to wrestling daft. Why?
3: Because me and you.
0: Me and you, my man. Me and you, amazing. And, I as you do you say, think you it would need... work with other stuff? Aye. Like, if we did, if we chatted about boats, or a presenting a show about boats, or a show about, I don't know, like... Cooking. Catering, cooking, I Like, you know, do you think people cooking daft, you know, games daft, I don't know, whatever. Do you aye. think it would be...
3: I think it would be successful. I think if we put our mind to it, um, we we could we could rule the roost.
0: We could rule the roost, mate. Uh, have you been up to anything interesting, Grado?
3: Uh, what have I been doing, man? I've been doing radio. I've been looking after my buds for dogs.
0: Hold um, on, breakfast radio presenter. I mean, that's that's quite hardcore presenting. That's that's top notch presenting, mate.
3: It's aye. Well, I'm getting used to it. I've been in the door now for about 18 months, so I'm getting there, Rob. you 18 months now, Grado? Oh, well, we started, we launched in April 2020 during the pandemic. Do you know the first night, did, did you ever hear about the first night? Sorry to they, interject
0: here, but I am brilliant at reading auto Sorry, carry on, Grado. <laughs> <laughs> carry on, Grado.
3: Aye. So see, the first night they launched GoRadio, do you know what they done? Because we couldn't get into a studio, they had to pre-record it the night before. And so, so we started. You're breaking radio
2: cafe here, by the way. Aye, maybe
3: I shouldn't have Who as it's fine now. We, we're live now, but what we done was we pre-recorded the night before. But we started at six o'clock at night, and it, I was doing it with two folk that I never, I didn't really know. Anyway, we, th- we thought it would only take a couple of hours. Of course, somebody's mic never worked. Somebody's computer crashed. Um, I ended up, I ended up having to get a, a mic delivered to my house. It was an absolute nightmare. And what happened in the end up was we recorded the full night. Do you know, we've we stopped recording and we got the show done by 10 to 6, 10 minutes before it was meant to go near. We 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 recorded for 12 hours. I, I fell asleep for an hour. They, they were going to have to send somebody to come to Stevenson to wake me up because I fell asleep while, while, while we were recording. They had to, they had to, um, basically, oh, this is a boring story, but I it was.
0: Don't you ever say that
3: again, your stories are brilliant. But that one is that one, I was that, but anyway, I should do right after that because it just didn't work at all. She's trying to come, I mean, I, I didn't even really know the other presenters, and we were having to talk about Little Mix and Love Island, and that, I never really kind of knew them. But I know them now, and it's good fun.
0: See after the chat last week about Kenny Omega. Oh, that was a former, terrible
3: story, John. Go away, cut that down. That was a terrible story, Grado, it was good. Listen, don't cut that, off.
0: that. That's the kind of story that would fly really well on a Channel Four. Or it's, I loved it, mate. <laughs> See after the chat last week about Kenny Omega looking like former Celtic striker George Cadete, Um, Ryan's pointed out that actually he was in right said Fred. Kenny Omega was in right said Fred. Uh, Google image at right now. John, I am not fucking telling people anymore to do Google image searches on a podcast. People listen to podcasts uh, when they're driving, and all that. It's it.
2: worth it though, because the guy who's not—it was it Fred? I don't know. Was it Fred? And were brothers, weren't
0: they? The guy Fred. who has any of, the, any of the baldy ones.
2: Any looks, of the baldy looks a bit ones like Kenny Omega? It does. I don't think he does.
0: As an do. interesting thing, did you know that ZZ Top, uh-huh. There's a guy in ZZ Top, right, and his name is Frank Beard, and yeah. he's. The member is easy top that hasn't got a beard. Oh, that's quite beard, interesting. And his name Why? is Frank Beard. But we this, the you the this, though. Right. See, right said Fred. Uh huh. See the guy that looks like Kenny Omega. Yeah. His name is Frank Bald. <laughs>
2: no! <laughs> no, <isn't he? laughs> I've just looked up right said Fred. Indeed, it was Fred Fairbrass who was the, the main man, who was right, said Fred, and his brother, <laughs> I knew they were brothers, Richard Fairbrass, and I'm guessing, past members are wrote down here, I'm guessing this guy, who looks like Kenny Omega, is called Ray Weston, who is actually from
0: Scotland. John, wow. Trampoloy on my joke like again with nuts, John, <laughs> that was disgraceful. Yeah. John, rapper, they're out there. and Craig Fairbrass, members of Right, said Fred, or as they should be called these days, Right Wing, said Fred. But really, going for it, man. I'm on filing it.
3: Sean says, You are man. This is good fun.
0: New merch for the gimmick table. Margaret, where's the fiend? (laughs) I like it. Margaret, where's the fiend? There's only one Tony can remember. Listen, I need to say something here. The fiend, right? Released by the WWE. And then I was in bed with my wife a few nights ago, right? And I was clattering about, right? (laughs) Outside. Like something was rattling about in the bins, and I went out to see what it was. And The fiend was out at my bins, he was clattering about. I was like, What are you, fuck, what are you fucking doing at the bins? Not at no, he doesn't talk, No, so he just kind of stared at me and put his arms up and stuff. But he was holding like a fish fingers box, like an empty fish fingers <laughs> box. I think he's just been looking for some food or something. I don't know what it is, but I'll keep it. I'm going to keep an eye out for the fiend. <laughs> uh, thanks to Paul, who's dug out Dave Meltzer reviews of Grado matches after the discussion last week. Dave Meltzer, with does oh. the, Dave Meltzer likes to give you five star reviews. Let's see these reviews. TNA Bound for Glory 16, uh, 2016, October 2nd, 2016. Matches Eli Drake defeated. Well, this looks like it was a battle royal here. It was a battle royal. Um, Grado was in this battle royal, and the rating
3: was half a star.
0: Uh, so, well, that's that's,
3: that's probably a bit. Good, Gredo. That's the best rating I got, and I was in the match for four seconds.
0: TNA Slammiversary, June the 12th, 2016. Baron Dax and Basil Baraka Defeated by pinfall Grado and who's that?
3: Mahabali Shira
0: Mahabali Shira. Uh, No relation to Alan Shearer, do I think? <laughs> dud Dud TNA, what, fuck you Dave Meltzer No way Grado's a dud TNA one night only live January the 8th, 2016 <laughs> This is the infamous Monsters Ball
3: no, this, isn't, this is the one that was actually good
0: or oh, really, Abyss defeated Grado in the match that was actually good. Rating, <laughs> dud. <laughs> Thank you to uh, Paul for digging that out. Don't you, Paul, don't you ever dig out something like that again? <coughs> Makes my mate Grado feel bad about himself. Karate Warrior 2 says, boys, I've been thinking about these BWF bootleg wrestler shows. If you were booked on them, which wrestlers would you be kidding on to be?
3: D'Lo Brown. I've always thought I lot like D'Lo Brown ever since I was in primary seven. I actually quite liked D'Lo. He was one of the first ever wrestlers that I get right into. I think I can pull his physique off and I'm good at Danny's walk.
0: I would be, I think... Um. I think I would be... Probably would... Roman Reigns, I think. <laughs> <laughs> fucking laughing at
3: me. <laughs> Were you laughing at No, it's just because I've always said, right, that C-Rab... I
0: look a bit like a Simone.
3: No, no. Oh, uh, see if you watch Bernison back. There is nobody funnier in the world with a wig on than Ralph Lawrence. Every <laughs> wig that he ever puts on is the funniest fucking thing ever. And now I've just got the vision with the long
0: hair. Long hair, man. It's, cra- it's a crack. Image it would be brilliant to see me dressed up as Roman Reigns. <laughs> I, you think I, I... I should dress up as Roman Reigns for Halloween?
3: Aye, because you know what? No, and note I've always wanted, I mean, Jester have always wanted today that Jester goes out as The Undertaker and I go out as Paul Bearer. Oh, that'd be
0: good. That
3: would be good, wouldn't it? That
0: would be good. We should I've be... got the chin for him, look. Seeing the run-up to Halloween, we should <laughs> do the show in costume.
3: Well, do you know what? Why don't we... You know what we were talking about doing a live show? Why don't oh. we have... There's a show. Oh. why don't we call it Halloween Havoc or something like that? Oh
0: that's good,
2: that's, that's good, good isn't it, we have
3: a live show and we call it Halloween Havoc And we encourage everybody to come, and all the punters have to come dressed
0: And we'll that's a, a dress competition That is well. a
3: great idea And I'll right.
0: dress up as Roman Reigns
3: Ah, uh, you dress as
2: Roman Reigns <laughs> 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 Oh, I tell you what, Halloween's a Sunday night as well What?
0: Whoa. I wonder if, oh, if there's maybe,
2: maybe a pay-per-view no? Then there's maybe a pay-per-view on
0: Oh, oh, we need to get assaulted, boys. This could be good. This is exciting, and it's just—it's happened organically on the show because Griddle somehow doesn't think I look like Roman Reigns. I'm going to
3: prove him <laughs> wrong on the night. John, who, who would you go as? Who
0: would oh, I go
2: as? Who at? could you
3: be good at?
2: Can I go as Kane? Because that—I just would oh, that, that would be funny. I could be go as fu-
0: Zach Gowen. Do you remember him <laughs> going?
2: Zach Gowen. who's was that the who that?
3: He's got the guy with with one leg.
2: Oh God! I the guy that did the top rope
4: stuff. Yeah. So
3: he was amazing, amazing, by the way. He was I amazing. Mean, uh, he he was... was like Hulk Hogan at one point. Do you know who you, who, you know who you could go as? You could go on as that wee funny man that's on um, the the pre shows. He's he's quite a big radio host in New York, what and he has <laughs> 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 Sam Roberts. So so you I'm I'm could like, goes... I'd
0: like to see you as Buff Bagwell, John, like with <laughs> a cop hat and all that. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that.
3: I'll do that. Oh, this would be great, man. Wait okay, up.
2: okay. So oh that would be yeah, perfect. you go uh, as I'll go as Kane, Rab goes as the undertaker, you go oh no, he's going to right, but, he?
3: but listen, but then but see Maybe how we this is...
0: toll on as a guest so you could do CM Punk again.
3: Aye, that would be brilliant. And yeah. do you know what do you know what we need to do as well, but we need to lay down the rules, right? That if you're coming to the show and you're wrestling, sorry, and you're dressed up as a wrestler that wears trunks, you can't wear a t shirt so everybody's going to get their bellies out (laughs) you know what i mean
0: well you can arrive in a t-shirt but when the show's on you need to be you need to
3: when when the show starts you know if you're batista you need to take off your tap You know and what I mean?
0: They fa- and anybody wants to be in the fancy dress costume, they need to come up and do the entrance poses. <laughs> oh, aye, that's that with the entrance! Oh, do you know what we should also do, I'm just, we're, we're spitballing here, we should do a draw with the listeners so we draw out
2: who goes as who, because everyone will just turn up as the Undertaker, otherwise, aye, you, you want to do ultimate
0: draw? warrior, all that. How aye. funny would that be, though, if everybody, if it was about 20 Undertakers? That would also be funny, though. <laughs> I think it's good. I don't think the listeners would order it. I think the listeners would dress up as some really obscure ones. I bet you somebody would dress up as Bingo Just b- <laughs> 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 Moving on for that, Bronze Cello sent is this. It's the price list of SummerSlam video chats with the wrestlers. Uh, so you can have a video chat with Big E for $199. No, I'm, I'm going to... Don't look at this prices, Grado.
3: Right. We're we doing the up-down thing.
0: Yeah, let's do a wee up, down, hang right? So first of all, right? Higher or e, lower, Bruce's price yeah. is right, that kind of shit. Biggie is $199, okay? Right. These are two-minute chats. The Miz. God. Is The Miz higher or
3: lower than Big E? I'm going to say The Miz, 10 years ago, he'd be higher, but I'm going to say he's lower than Big E.
0: Big, the Miz is, ding, 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 he's the same as Biggie, right. $199. Only Seth Rollins knew is Seth Rollins higher? Higher. His? Ding, two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now on to the women's champion, Bianca Belair. Oh,
3: higher she's or
0: lower than Seth Rollins.
3: I would say she's going to she's going to be the same.
0: Uh, lower than Seth Rollins at one hundred and ninety nine dollars. Mm. Now, Adam Cole is Adam Cole higher or lower? Oh, sorry. Finn Balor. Is Finn Balor higher or lower than Bianca Belair at I,
3: $1.99? I'd say recently he's got some stock. He's wrestling Roman Reigns. I'm going to say he's higher. Eh,
0: Finn Balor is the same. $199. Right. What about Adam Cole? Adam, he's going to be lower. Higher or lower than Finn Balor. Ding! He is lower $149. And oh, that's a better idea. Finally, Alexa Bliss. Oh, she's lower. the man. And Adam Cole, oh, that's higher. Ding, higher or lower than Bianca Belair? Uh,
3: uh, uh,
0: Alexa Bliss, uh, higher or lower than uh, Bianca Belair at one nine nine? She's got to be higher. Ding, higher or lower than Seth Rollins at two nine nine?
3: She's. Is still Bianca be Belair or Alexa Bliss? No,
0: oh, this is Alexa Bliss.
3: <laughs> I'd say it's um, probably, she's probably lower than Roman uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, she's
0: higher than Seth Rollins. She has $399 for a two-minute chat with Alexa Bliss. And That's Robin.
3: amazing, isn't it?
0: Hey, Absham, send the following. By the way,
3: just wanted another cheap plug. Um, yeah. <clears throat> thanks to the th- the three people that um, bought a cameo this week. Uh, really appreciate it. Thanks to Steve, the Elvis impersonator. Impersonator, he he both learn. Um And there's a couple of listeners that go um, surprise cameos for their um, other half, so I kind of stooge their birds into it. But um, thank thanks for that.
0: Here's a question that came <laughs> in for Absham. Here's a question that came in for Absham. I'm very positive tonight. He It says, hello. This is his voice, right? Hello, John, Rob, and Grado. I hope you don't mind me calling you Rob, Rob. I have a question for Gredo, so John and Rob, you can fuck off. It might not be a question he wants to answer, but here goes. If Gredo was offered a contract with WWE NXT, would he take it? I know the obvious answer is yes, but considering the following he has amassed and the freedom he currently has with his wrestling career, there is a risk he will lose a lot of that if he signed with the WWE. Would Grado be willing to take the risk? <laughs> well, <Grado. laughs>
3: uh, Well, it would never, ever happen. It's never, ever going to happen. If it was ever going to happen, it would have happened a couple of years ago, I reckon, just when I... I mean, I've only ever had really one sort of contact with him, and it was five years ago when I went out to, to meet... Um, Prince Albert and Fergal. I've told you this something. No, no, I don't ever tell you that. It was a chat about Dusty. I remember you said something about. Uh, Dusty. that was just, that was that night. So it was my first. I'd no, In fact, it was my second time going out for TNA Florida tapings. Fergo says, "Come on and meet uh, Prince Albert." And obviously, Prince Albert was running the show at the time. We went out for dinner, and I'm showing all my stuff. And he was like, "This is fucking brilliant." And he was like, "This is this is minted." He says, Dusty Rhodes would fucking love you. Triple H would hate you. And you know he asked me, what's, what's your contract with TNA? And I was like, I think it's a year in January, but it might be less. And he was like, try and find out, blah, 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 blah. And I actually got a wee bit of heat for it because when after the dinner we had, I got dragged back off at the TNA hotel. And you've got like, Mike TNA, JB... <laughs> Uh, these are all sitting, and I'm coming out of this big monster truck hang with, with Prince Albert and Fergal Devitt. <laughs> and then, even worse than that, the next day, because I was flying home the next day, they took me to the performance centre and showed me around the performance centre, and they gave me a thingway, they gave me a, what do you call it, property of WWE t-shirt, and I wore it him in the plane. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so... And and I remember
3: and I remember speaking to Shan Norman and I went boys mate I go I'm telling you he'll get they'll get us in they'll get us in of course dusty Rhodes passed no long after that um, and not, never ever came it but that was the closest thing which is not even really a thing but it's a it's a, it's a, it's a good wee story because I got into the performance centre and it was uh, I don't even think uh, Charlotte had no, uh, Charlotte Flair Charlotte Flair hadn't debuted yet um, so she I'm specifically remember her and. Uh, what do you call her? They just turned to you a year ago, the woman wrestler. What do you call her again? Bailey. Ba- Bailey. Bailey was in the ring and somebody else, and I can't quite remember. And I just remember them knowing me for ICW. You were like, that ICW looks brilliant. Which, which surprised me because I didn't actually think, although Ric Flair, that was Ric Flair's daughter, she knew I didn't know about ICW. Probably had a look today with the fact that she went out with Bram. I don't know if folk know that, if, if that's a common... Is that a common knowledge thing? Right? I think it is, aye. I, I um, so I, I remember that and been, been shown about the performance set and stuff like that. So, but anyway, so would I, would I want to be in NXT? Of course, everybody, every wrestler wants to wrestle for the WWE, even if it's just once, even if it's a dark match, even if it's ugh, anything. Although I was... I, I, I suppose I can probably tell my story about remember, uh, being booked for Survivor Series last year. Yeah, remember Yeah, that, yeah, my yeah, last yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember that.
3: Tell that. Tell that one. I tell that one. Tell that one. I can, Oh my god! I mean, so got a message for JB. I'm being serious. WWE are going to call you right now, and I'm like, hey, you're fucking kidding me, one man. What are you talking about? He says, I think it's got something to do today to, to with .com. So, and honestly, about five minutes later. I get a phone call for America, the old Connecticut thing. You know what I mean? The Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut. And that's a pop, man. That was a pop. Because I remember Noam telling me about the time he got a phone call for Regal and it just made his day like getting a, a phone call for, for America mm-hmm. since Stanford. And hey, Grado we want you um, to be, um... they basically asked me to to come and, like be on the, uh, what do you call it? The watch along? The WWE watch along. And they said, you know, all I needed to have was a was a mic. It was Survivor Series. I think I can't remember who did, Drew was wrestling. Was it was it a Survivor Series one? Survivor Series. Oh, it was get, Survivor Series? Um, and she says, "Look, you're, you're going to be on the bump. You'll be brilliant. We've we'll had a look at your stuff, or this can of carry on. She says, as long as you get a camera and as long as you've got your mic, you'll be brand new." It goes brilliant. She says, "I just need to run a couple of things, and I'll send you in. The, I'll send you the contract." <laughs> right. What are you doing? So the next day, I get an e- email. WWE contract. I mean, although it was for an online hang, I still got a buzz at that. I really, really um, did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You'd get the contract, WWE. Hey, and we're paying no bad m- amount of money just for the for the one shift.
0: Right, tell us, tell us, tell us. oh
3: dare should I? Well,
0: I'm, well, sure, ballpark, it was, I'm sure it was
3: about a bit of grand. I'm sure it was a grand just to sit and commentate, and hang think. It might not be that. There'll be somebody next to UK guys listening. I going, You're a fucking arse. You never get offered a grand. But I'm sure it was a thousand dollars. I could be. I need to go back and look at it. Anyway, so I'm telling my brother and all this and all that. I'm booked for survival series. You
1: told us.
3: You told us. <laughs> <laughs> told us. Told you. And I uh, I think it was the day before. I mean, I was pumped for this man. I was like, ah, I was gonna go. I was going. To, I, 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 don't, I think it was lockdown at the time, so I don't think the sunbeds were open. But all the things were going through my mind, like, will I wear my singlet? Will I? Will I do something daft? Will I call somebody out? Will I make an ass of myself? But the fact that just WWE wanted me to do something, I actually got an an off a buzz. I thought, of course, Saturday night. I wonder if I've still got the text. It fucking, I, I I actually think I bust out greeting, and I'm no joking. me to see what's going on, WWE. Do we see? Ah, there we go. Uh, it was a one called Alison. Oh, there it, is. there it is. So it gets uh, a... Another thing as well. I'm refreshing WWE.com every five minutes because they ask me for promo pictures. So I'm like, they're going to G this up. So I'm sending them promo pictures, blah, blah, blah. Gets an E. Gets a text the day before. Hi. I have some unfortunate news. We've had to shift around our watch along schedule significantly and unfortunately we don't have a spot for you anymore. I'm so sorry. These things can be quite fluid. We do a lot of shows, elements like this, however, and we'd love to get you involved in the future. Much sooner rather than later. (laughs) That's fucking gutted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'm replying, ah, no worries, I totally understand. I will be up for anything you need. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Seems to, to change times, and I, but then these things bug your tits because you're like, was it because the scheduling times? I mean, they still done a watch along. I think who was it? No, Tamina Snooker that took my place. To be, uh, yes, it was Tamina Snooker that took my place, and I'm like, as somebody said something, and you know he wrestles paranoia with stuff. So there we go. That's my story. Hey, did you, is that a good story?
0: That was exciting. And particularly with the contract, seeing the contract is a big deal. I remember, I've said before on this show, when I did the bit for UFC, the wee kind of promo video for UFC. when Then UFC in Glasgow. And they sent the UFC contract out to me. And it's the proper, you know what I mean? The USA. headed paper. Yeah. The headed. The UFC, Vegas, like Las Vegas, office, wow. all, all that kind of stuff. You're like, fucking look at this, man. This must be the kind of hang a fighters sign. And,
3: you know, I, I just, got a wee cool. with it, but, but see, just to answer that question, obviously, every rest so wants to it, but I realise time is completely passed now with stuff like that, it's a different kind of set, you know, I mean, I, you know, I know the guy's saying that I've got fucking, what do you call it, I've got um, creative freedom, <laughs> creative freedom in, in Stoke Town Hall, do you know what I mean, no, there's anything wrong with it, there's just, there's, there's the, the, the only issue would be with me is, as you know, the now I've got my radio gig, I've got two lows down every year. I've got Scott Squad every year. I've got Pantomime, which, you know, when it all, it all adds up and it probably wouldn't be, oh, I, don't know if I, can, I don't know if it would be as much as what a WWE contract would be. So you need to weigh stuff that up. And are they going to let, would they let you do TV stuff? Are you allowed to be on telly swearing on stuff that's no PG? I don't know.
0: It's a lot to think about. It's no, the, like, listen, if I'm, I'm wanting to go to fucking AEW. No, no, me. Well, no me. I must. I, I don't must, think I would debut, right? But I mean, if I'm a, a young wrestler nowadays, I'm going, I might be on AEW, man.
3: Well, do you know what? I must admit, it has, I keep getting tagged in AEW UK shows, and I can't lie and say that I wouldn't like to do something at one of their UK shows. I'd like that. Of course. I'd love that. I'd really, really love that. Just, uh, and in the back of my mind, just
0: tweet Cody. You should just message Cody and say. My
3: unfollowed followed me, remember?
0: I know, but it doesn't matter. You could just get in touch with Cody and you could say, uh, or Jericho, and mm-hmm. say, look, when I have my first match back, I want to do it with AEW. I'd, I'd love
3: like, that. And, you know, obviously my mind starts to, to run and go, Tony Khan paid for the, the Jungle Boys theme song, would he date for one night? You know, oh, this kind of shit goes through my head, man. I'd, which would be good, but... Ugh, I'd, and I'd, I think he would. I mean... I you he would pay for it? That would be the best thing ever, would it? just to date once own telly obviously we I've told you a story about how it was it was going to happen at TNA the, the show until the, the, the very last day they had to re-edit it and, and dub the music because of it, um, which was horrible and all. nightmare nightmare
0: <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Insta at Wrestling Daft podcast just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email us wrestlingdaft at gmail.com <laughs> Now, every week we separate the bad for the good in wrestling, the ultimate warriors for the ultimate warriors. It's no bad, I quite like that. Right, it's thanks. good to be an ultimate warrior. It's bad for you to worry. Uh, what do you want to put on, what you want to bury this? T- I want to put over Randy Orton's wee moustache and his wee beard, his wee soul patch type deal. I well, think I've looks- not
3: seen this yet. I no, i need to Google great. that because I'm pathetic. I think-,
0: I think it looks great. I think it looks great. I'm a big fan of Randy Orton.
3: Everybody oh no I, like Randy, Randy, oh no! I don't
2: like that moustache. Randy looks <laughs> great. Nah, I don't like his moustache. Has he come back? Is he come back to you? Do riddle uh, Rab, or is he nah, just? He's nah,
0: he's came back. Yeah, rko old riddle and stuff, but they're they're still going to be pally wallys right, and one like. Okay. Um, I also want to put over. I also want to put over just Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> in a sense, I just love him. Right, there's something about him. I've, he's also got a really lovely face He's got a kind face I think he's probably really kind And I just think to myself This, this run up to this new show on Friday Has been a huge success He's created a huge buzz There's a huge buzz around the product Have you seen the kind of trailer And the kind of intro sequence with the lightning And all that for for the new show as well Even production wise It just looks far better than what WWE had been
3: What's this? Dynamite? Ram- uh,
0: no, Rampage
3: What's that? Second show.
2: It's coming. This is the 20th of August. Friday, Friday right? Yeah. Oh my God. Is,
0: it, what, is,
2: it, is it this it Friday? Gonna... It this I, Friday? It, I thought it was this Friday. Is it's it gonna going to be on Friday. TNT? Uh, yeah. 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 So, so it's okay. like a Smackdown? Aye. Ah, yes. You, you are, are joking. joking. So the first the first oh. one's happening in Chicago. This is the chat video. The first wow. one's happening in Chicago. And this is where they think CM Punk's going to debut.
0: No
3: wait that's amazing so how do you know that the, the rampage has got a different set and all that no that's no the official thing the first thing that you should be buzzing about but that's going kind of because i, I think
0: it i think it will be because oh, well. the intro has got the kind of lightning there's a kind of vibe i don't believe
3: it. this and it just looks great right the trailer. I mean... so basically and are they going to go head to head on a friday night with smackdown
2: i think that's the plan yeah oh my god is it going to be live i don't know actually i don't know
0: I do not know. Oh, let's check this.
3: It's fucking very, very interesting, boys. I seen it was talking in the papers about how they, they, their, their game fell through or something like
0: that. AEW Rampage will air live on Fight for UK fans. A uh, Rampage, which debuts this Friday, will be available to watch through Fight, and for UK fans, it will air live at 3 a.m. on Sunday.
2: I'm watching
3: that.
0: Oh, it's going to be watched.
2: Great. I it's might watch, watch that. Well, if have punks turning up. It's going to have to be a much, much... It's to they've be. They've been teasing it like... They have been teasing it like fuck. On, How, why have they been teasing it, mate? Like they've been dropping in things like uh, MJF dropped in a line for the pipe bomb. Darby <laughs> Allen dropped in saying something about Rampage and, you know, about
0: best being best in the yeah, world. He says, he says, this is where you've got to prove yourself. You yeah. know, this is the place where you have to prove yourself, even if you do think you're the best. Oh, this
3: is just amazing.
0: So, Gredo, where have you been?
3: Uh, listen man, I don't I just don't I don't I don't know I don't know. I don't I'll
0: know' say this you, I'll say this to you. If they don't have CM Punk on it, this is the bit of the problem yeah. they themselves. They've they're going to have a, a horrible debut because that's all people will care about.
3: They're gonna yeah. have CM Punk. He's gonna be there. He's gonna be there. There's no way they would do that. That as you say that would be that would be fucking stupid. Why
0: should you
2: want to sell tickets? In which case on get people wise on the product in which case fucking well played it'll just be the live audience that'll be pissed off in turn especially if it's in Chicago
3: wow man that's gonna be amazing alright what about, what about um, your man The Fiend is he would he be able to turn up at it now
2: nah he's still in a non-compete he'll still be in a non-compete Adam Cole he won't turn up but Adam Cole is basically after SummerSlam is looking like he's gonna be a free agent and can turn up at AEW straight the night after yes. if he wants
0: after SummerSlam we don't. we don't know the card, do we yet for Rampage? We don't know what's happening on it.
2: No, 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 no. Hmm. Is Nick Gage still on it? No, I think it was just a one off, one deal, uh. one off deal for an, an AEW. I tell so you it's me- AEW it's I watched I've not watched the AEW in a while and I watched the show the other night. i, I very much enjoyed it. I think it's it it is it's really just come up and up and up. And you know what, Grab, we you I know you love him, but Miro is fucking brilliant in
0: it. He's brilliant. Mere was brilliant. He's, he's 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 became what we all hoped he be to be when he went to AEW, and he's he's yeah. he's brilliant, man. And get his wife in and all. Aye. Get his wife aye, in aye. and he, all. He's, ju- he's this he's this handsome, big, scary guy who can mm. talk and who can wrestle like fuck, and he's got a beautiful wife. And just get him in and make fucking money. Make that money.
3: John, you need to remind me about this on Friday, so I'm going to watch that. It's not it's not this Friday, it's the twentieth,
2: it's a weekend. is it the twentieth? 20th. 20th. They
0: um they sold ten thousand tickets for this show, Gredo and All State Arena now in like it's five fine.
3: minutes. Was it the All State Arena or is it the Sears Centre? I think it's United Centre. Right.
2: Yeah, because they're re- labelling it the first dance as well, Gredo. So that's again what everyone's thinking it might be punk coming in because they're labelling it Rampage the First Dance. What does that mean? They, well, it's just like first dance. So they think it'll be CM Punk's first match? Oh, the first
3: dance, his first dance. Uh, yeah. Oh, just incredible trips, haven't it?
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> so let's see what the punters are saying because that's what I'm, I'm. You know, I'm excited about AEW. The buzz is real, man. The buzz is real about the minute, and and the, the AEW have got this incredible buzz at the minute. And they, obviously they had buzz back then when they first started, and then you've got to get through the teething. You know, it's a teething period where you've got to—is it actually going to be a thing? It looks good. Or is it actually going to be a thing. Then they had a bit of trouble. I thought they were treading water a wee bit, but the buzz is really big now. The, the the roster is so strong. The, the things, the creative choices they made, even the wee things like putting Sting with Arby Allen and all that are paying off big time. Big 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 time. The one the thing I've I- told are paying off big time. Sorry, John, what
2: were you going to say? The one thing I was going to come back to Rampage is they've got, and I don't know what you boys feel like, they've got a four-man announced team, so it's Excalibur, Taz, Jericho, and Mark Henry. So it's like there's no like commentators, almost like there's 4 colour guys in there.
0: It's interesting, not they? They're trying some new stuff. They're trying yeah. some new stuff, and I'm really excited to see what happens. Uh, so, Tony Khan, we love you. There's only one of you. Let's see what the punters are saying. Brian wants to put over rab put in Tony Khan. He says, we'll need some talent. I want to be cool for NWA UK. Let's talk de- details offline, big fella. I've got money ideas for Grado and all. Yeah. Lebs don't need to hear this bit, John, he says. So Brian is trying to do some business here because Brian is desperate for us to do NWA UK, Grado. Let's let's put that out to the punters. The punters want me and Grado to launch an NWA UK promotion.
3: Let's do it. I'd love to do that. NWA UK. Pres- we'll get the prestigious title over. We can... Family style. And a studio, BBC Scotland. Something like that. Ugh, whatever.
0: Sounds shite. What <laughs> that does that. sound shite. I that. that. Oh, that was horrible, man. Uh, when CM Punk <laughs> walks out, right? On Rampage. If he does, right? If he does walk out. Where does he walk out? What does he... Does he walk out during the match? Does he run in? Does he just have a match? Does he just appear at the end of the show? <gasps> What happens? I'd put him... Do you
2: put him on at the start? Do you put them on at the middle? Do you put them on at the end?
3: So is he no Dainey's uh, Smackdown thing anymore? Remember he would turn up at no, Smackdown? Is no, that no, all by no, bye?
2: That's uh, so all the Fox Steel thing. No. I think you put him on in the middle of the show. Does he come and in then... as a face or a heel? Heel. Heel. They need, they need another heel in AEW. Why are booing him? I know, that's thing, the thing, there
0: isn't it, it doesn't, but I mean See Jericho sitting on that commentary desk Right, that feels weird to me Do you think there's any possibility Jericho's sitting on that commentary desk Purely so that towards the end of the show He's getting a fucking doing off Sunday MJF or something, do you know what I mean? Like there's some kind of fucking He's jumped, he's getting a doing or something And then maybe CM Punk comes up Then CM Punk could make the save Or not make the fucking save You know what I mean? But I just kind of feel it's weird that Jericho's sitting on
3: commentary. Could, could could they do a double thing? Because does Daniel Bryan know a contract as well? Yeah, well,
0: so yeah. they say.
3: Could you imagine, you think, the big, you know, Daniel Bryan does a run in and, like, scooting his punk, and it's, you know what I mean? They do a double.
2: I've seen a few people, like, uh, theorising they could do, like, an outsider's kind of angle with CM Punk and Daniel Bryan kind of coming in and doing, like, an outsider's kind of angle, which I thought was actually pretty cool.
3: The only problem is, I, I suppose there was the outsiders. was more like the guys for the for the WWE coming in to infiltrate, and they're not exactly CM yeah, yeah, isn't exactly know. a WWE. That wouldn't be on his agenda. Is yeah. the guys for the outside?
0: What if CM Punk came in right on that show and came out at the end and says, "I want Daniel Bryan." It says, "What if what because because here's here's a mm-hmm. thing, right? I just kind of feel like it's a match that." everybody would have loved to have seen in WWE once they were, you know, two guys and their personas, their finished personas in WWE. It's a match that if CM Punk came back to WWE, they'd have went, we want to see him in with Daniel Bryan. It could be a right one in the eye for the WWE for the two guys. Instead of CM Punk coming in and having a match with somebody who's currently in AEW. Imagine Punk and Bryan having a match together on an AEW show. I love that kind of shit. We'll see what
3: happens. That's that's a good show, mate. That's
0: if he even fucking comes in. All right. Let's see. Um, John wants to put your Karnet's tribute to Bobby No matter what you think of the man He has some great stories and was a great tribute I actually listened had a wee listen to that Because, you know um, And it was very sad to hear how upset uh, You know, no matter what I think of Jim Karnet And I've been quite open in this show About, you know, how distasteful I think the guy is um, It was very upsetting to hear a guy so um, You know, so upset about his friend uh, <sighs> Rico wants to put Finn Balor and SmackDown continuing to pursue the Universal Championship through Roman Reigns and hinting going after Cena. Finn's a brilliant wrestler to watch, so the prospect of matches with these two is great. And wants to bury the arsehole that bought lemmings for the Game Boy yeah, from an eBay last week and then cancel the order almost immediately after the auction ended. I didn't think you could do that. I thought if you won an auction, then you need to pay. Anyway, big heel manoeuvre, he says, minus five stars. Question for Robin Gredo. Biggest recent heel antics anybody subjected you to recently? What's the biggest heelish thing anybody's done to you in real life, Gredo, recently?
3: Um, one two doors down. I must admit, I was at a 30th. My niece's is 30th, and there was this one boy that would nearly lay me alone on you know, it. And I just kept saying, mate, you need to get back to the wrestling. You need to get back to the wrestling, mate. See all this other stuff, wrestling's with me, you. and I went, I get it, I goes, but there's been a pandemic, but I've I've got it, mate, I'll be back to the wrestling. If he came up to me about forty-five times, he did. Mate, 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 you need to get back in wrestling, mate. Mate, get back to the wrestling. Right, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Aye, but mate, you need to, you need to get back. <laughs> Fucking all night. All night. <laughs>
0: Just be careful you don't go on about that too much because you could make a thing for yourself there where people start shouting at you <laughs> even, when, even when you're wrestling imagine that take it back to the wrestling, Gredo. To the, wrestling. <laughs> uh, the most thing probably has happened to me recently is my four-year-old daughter says to me the day when i was talking about my other daughter hope was like she's 14 new and she's getting older she's going to be a, a big grown-up soon obviously i was saying to her know that and she says and uh, my four-year-old said to me, oh, daddy, it's going to be ages before hope he's a grown-up and, you know, does grown-up things and dies and stuff. <laughs> I was like, not <laughs> oh no only thing grown-ups, <laughs> day; Don't just die. <laughs> uh, and dies wants, and stuff. <laughs> dies and stuff. Jamie wants to put old Dragunov on NXT, mad Russian. He wants to bury WWE for letting Bronson go proper big lad wrestler. Toby wants to put old John Cena in a spoiler-free way as peacemaker in the Suicide Squad. John Cena's a great in films, isn't he? And he wants to bury all the talent releases this year. Never nice to see somebody lose their job. And Stevie wants to put on best bud, Sha, for his amazing body transformation. The lad's put in some amount of work and looks tremendous. Like Sha has, has been putting the time in and shit. He,
3: he needs to eat right. He's, got, he's done well. But what I've told him is, that's it. That's, that's enough. It. You look great. You look great. What you need to do is you need to bulk now. And no listen to all these folk telling him no to eat this, no to eat that. He's been tell, still get back on the meat and the sirloins and everything and he'll look even better.
0: You don't like get on that Adam Coltrane.
3: Aye. Because she's a... Train. She, fuck's sake. She is a fucking... <laughs> you know what I mean? For me, he's a, he's a baddie. He's a brawler. He's a... Do you know what I mean? He needs to be chunky.
0: No uh, ch- hey, listen. Good on him for getting good... No, on
3: listen. Okay. Look, could I ever turn around and go you know, uh, you, you look alright. Me I me's mean, his fat best pal that says, you know what I mean? Like, I can't remember when I lost weight and my best pal at school, man. was Bafers were fat. And he, he turned on me, man, because I'd lost weight. And that's just what happens. That's the kind of things you fall out of.
0: Stevie wants <laughs> to bury the imminent demise of NXT. A slew of talent cuts, along with the baffling booking of its champion in WWE's main roster, has nearly killed the brand. But up until two years ago, was the hottest in wrestling. I mean, I genuinely think AEW has fucked NXT because it, you know you don't need that AEW is the alternative. You don't need that kid on alternative that NXT was.
3: Aye, it's not got that field to like it did a couple of years ago. I it, not when no. it was all the indie guys and all that. Even though it's not like that at all. I don't know
0: who wants to go to who. What indie guy on the scene in America that who wants to go to NXT? and get, you know, and, and, and work like fuck and then get brought up to the, one of the big shows and get fucked. You know what I mean? Who mm. wants to do that when they could be like, oh, there's a rampage. There's a fucking dynamite. It could be on, yeah. I could, you know, I could be doing something no, else in really. New Japan. <laughs> Willie Jakes is getting nothing to put over this week. He's just replying to get a mention. He just wants a mention. He wants to put on me if I read this out and I did read it out. So well done, Willie Jakes. <laughs>
1: No
2: purchase necessary.
0: Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the part of the show now where we invite you, the listeners, to their running. Come on and talk wrestling. Talk nonsense. Talk whatever you want. This week, however, we've got a very special, special, special guest. We welcome the maker of wrestling figures extraordinaire. The man who customizes, creates legendary artifacts of wrestling fandom.
4: The one and only Kyle Customs. Kyle, I don't want to come on. You don't want to come on. <laughs> I don't, mate. I try to work into
0: <laughs> it. Here he comes.
4: No. What's your I'm real not... name, mate? There you go, mate. That's it. How you doing? You're right. Yeah, oh, you mate. Look this at is nice.
3: cool, man. We're That's just like looking at
4: you. So for
0: the people who are listening to the podcast, we're currently looking at your man here. Are you, and are you where are you just now? I'm in my garage, mate. He's in his garage. <laughs> he's in quiet. He's in his garage. He's having some alone time and he's got all sorts of cool wrestling merch and stuff behind him on these shelves. I can see, is that an Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy there? Oh, that's that, mate, yeah. Uh, I can see an NWO baseball
4: cap, is it? HWO, mates
0: it's Oh, it's an HWO one?
4: Ah, it's a collector's group on Twitter.
0: Ah, beautiful, beautiful, right? Um,
3: Rob I see... I've got a lot of
4: stuff on there that you'll be pinging DVDs, well, VHSs, I don't have DVDs, figures, jigsaws, everything. It, I just find stuff that reminds me of my youth and just buy it and it sits in a the cupboard. There's an oh old God.
0: Undertaker figure there in its packet still, I can see.
4: Yeah, I've got a few mocks in plastic, so... I don't collect loads of them. though. there. Most of them are open in my
3: cupboards. it's funny. Like, because obviously you you've made me a wee figure before, man, and I love it. I've actually got it here now. Look at that! An absolute cracker. It's amazing. I'll try and
4: work on a new one. Are you really? Oh, that's amazing, uh, man. I'm gonna try and three D print it and see if I can run them off for you. Oh, oh that right, would so be so tremendous. Explain to
0: us, mate, how how does it work? Making these custom oh. figures. Well,
4: these ones, mate. Uh, I basically just troll eBay or like Facebook sites or whatever and buy old ones. So original ones either broken or just in a, a knackered state. And then yep. rip them apart, usually boil them in a pot, to be honest with you, in the kitchen. Just pop them in a pot, break them apart. And then from there, it's a case of sculpting me like clay to add new stuff on it that has never ever put them on. You know what I mean? So... So like, when you, boil, like when
0: when you boil them in a pot, the, the plastic softens so you're able to kind of pop uh, them apart just,
4: easily. Nah, so once obviously obviously, uh, like you said there, it's just the, the heating it up and then cooling it down again makes it crack them
3: easier. God, it's, do you know what's, it's, it's weird obviously, I was saying about the, you making it, I didn't expect you to be like what you are, if you know what I mean. Oh. No, I, I didn't. I thought you. Uh, uh, I can't My mom's fucking basement or something. Right? <laughs> well, I,
4: I don't know. It's just because yeah, you're. I the Japanese anime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, here's, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Right? Because seeing Mahid, right? Because I remember when, like, when you sent the custom figures and I was like, these things are amazing. I remember what I thought to myself was, I wonder what this guy's like, right? And the first thought that comes into your head is like, maybe it is like some kind of wrestling super fan guy, right? Mm. You, could, you know, but then I thought to myself, no, I, I bet this guy is like a guy that's got a bit of money. Right? I thought it's like, mate, it's a guy that's got a bit of money, he's got a bit of leisure time, he's able to like, kind of, he was into wrestling when he was younger and all that. So I kind of feel like the picture kind of fits a wee bit. Obviously, I saying no about the money thing, but, but still, it, you know, I just kind of felt like, this is a guy who, because you get to a point in your life, didn't you, where you kind of go, I'm in that place, I think, where you are, mate, where...
4: <laughs> I can... No, the thing is, you've got money and leisure time, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm
0: kind of like, I'm going to, you know, I love my old, like recently I've been uh, buying Nintendo 64 games, like ones yeah. that were missing in my collection and stuff, and going, going to have my, you know, my nice collection, and build my collection back up again and stuff, and on eBay and trying to win wee auctions and stuff like that. And it's yeah. just, it's nice, isn't it?
4: And I, that's the thing, I me. Mean, I used to spend all my money on trainers, so I just like buy Adidas trainers, so, like shelves in them. Then I just thought, you know what? I mean, cars of trainers can you wear in one month? Mm-hmm. Then that's when I started. Like after a while, when I started making stuff and I was looking for the originals, then I started coming across things that I had as a kid, like, like the Ultimate Warrior jigsaw and the, the Road Warriors jigsaw. I had that as a kid, so it brings Wait, back I... memories. I'm never ever going to put it. Well, I might put it together at some point, but it just brings back wee memories. We are when you were a kid, and you opened something, and it's still the same that you get me open it again. And then it goes on a shelf, and you just look at it every now and again, and you walk past it. But it's a, it's a nice. same with all, it's a your, nice same with all your games.
0: And, yeah. I, it's a nice feeling, like because I mean I've got lo- loads of stuff that I get that's that's like that, and reminds me of a very specific time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it reminds me, you know, it kind of takes me back to my old room and my ma's house and all that. You know what I mean? And it's it's fucking nice. That it's a kind of magic. It's a
4: magic. I think it's element. a nostalgia collector, isn't it? That's the main thing. It's. It's
3: just Aye. looking for that wee point in time where you can buy something that reminds you. Well, it's it's like I've got. um I like buying old Power Slam magazines, the ones that I know I had when I was a teenager, yeah. like the the PS Top Fifty for Year Ninety Nine, Two Thousand, and all that. Benoit Number One, and I, and I date with Rangers programs as well. I've got a big bundle of old Rangers programs, like pristine man, and I bought them for like six, seven pound. Like it's mental that the, and they're in great condition, and this the the they're that they're that cheap. But it is that kind of. Just gives you a good wee feeling, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, are you into belts?
4: Nah, do, do you know what? As much as I want to, there's only like certain belts I want, and it's like the old school original belts, so the, the Winged Eagle, the Yellow Continental belt, those ones, like the Warrior had, mm. um, tag belts that Legion of Doom had for that, I couldn't care about all the other ones.
3: So but were, just were they
0: your guys then? Were they was, was Warrior and Legion of Doom... Aye,
4: so I was like you. I mean, we're about the
3: same age. That I reckon. I'm. I'm. I, it's, it's. funny. you are very, very summer. I can imagine that your favourite type okay. of time in wrestling was the same. I know. <laughs> you're
4: that, right. You're right. But that's that's the thing. I mean, we're about the same age, so we all like grew up with it. The... Is that audio? The originals. I can right. hear you. So that's the thing. So we grew up with the the kind of original ones we are. It was Sting on WCW when it was on TV, and then when you moved there to WWF, it was Legion of Doom, Hulk Hogan, Warrior, and all that. Did them. you ever have a and... Legion
0: of Doom bandana?
4: No, but I think I've got one in my cupboard. Have you I never had one? had one? But I always wanted it, and I think I might have one or, or I nearly bought one
0: because um, I, when I went to see WWF live when I was when I was young, and Legion of Doom were there, <laughs> um, I, I bought for the merch stand a Legion of Doom bandana. And I says to my big sister, she says, I'm not buying you this. And I says, get me, a, I promise you I'll wear it. She says, you're going to wear that, you're going to go to school in the morning wearing a Legion of Doom band. And I was like, I promise I'll go to school wearing a Legion of Doom band. Yeah. I fucking didn't. did go to school.
3: <laughs> no, to did school. no. Yeah. What, did, Rab, what year was that you went to see WWF? I, I love hearing about stuff like this.
0: Ach, I'm, I'm crap with like the years of
3: stuff. Did, did you go Did you go to a WWF show when you were young, Kyle?
4: I've never been in my life. I, you, only, uh, no, I think the only other wrestling thing I've ever been to was one time we went to Butland's, and it was like a, an old school British wrestling home, but I've never been in my
3: life. God, that's so interesting. Like, what, that's really interesting. You've never, uh, ever thought about going to a live show? Why, no, why, no, why no, is I've
4: it? Done, I, I was going to take my nephew a couple of years ago, and uh, got ringside seats and everything, and then I had to pull it last minute, so he had to go with his dad. I was fucking raging. Oh, <laughs> man! And, and it was, don't get me wrong, it was like new. WWF, so wasn't it overly interesting? But I just wanted that experience of seeing what it would be like.
3: Do, do you do you know watch current wrestling?
4: To be honest with I don't watch much. I watch WWF, but i will fast it quite a bit. Right. I watch AEW quite a bit because I like the I like the affiliates. Kind of it. it's got that old school mm-hmm. vibe still and underproduced. I like mm-hmm. WWF, which is kind of massively overproduced in the stories or shy.
0: Mm-hmm. See, as a, see, as a guy who was a, uh, an Ultimate Warrior fan when you were a wee guy, right? I was, I was never I was never into Warrior at the time. I was mere, well, as, as is well known, I was into Mr. Perfect and stuff like that, right? Um, I was, I was a, very much a kind of mid-card fan. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, pe- right. I like people in the mid-card. But I was just curious, were you, did you see the stuff when Ultimate Warrior came back when he had these like Hall of Fame bit and all that? Did you, had you tuned in and watched that stuff?
4: So, that, aye, so I, I was with you, but during that time, you've got to remember that the mid-card was like the top card as well, wasn't it? The mid-card had some brilliant names.
0: Aye, the mid-card It could
4: be like main eventers straight away. So I think, so i seen the order, but and then obviously got older, went away for wrestling. And then when he came back again, when he started kicking in, so he's, he's kind of shocked period when he went through that conservative route. And then aye, when he aye. came back and been brought back in. I mean, if you think that WWF done the, the destruction Ultimate Warrior DVD where they just shit on him completely. And yep, then yep. a couple of years later they're selling him, saying that he's the best thing under the sun. So it was yeah, I seen it when he came back and it was quite a shock that uh, the next I, day he just passed out.
0: Well well, that's the thing. That I was always kind of wondering like how, how that must have felt because it was a shock, I think, to everybody. And it was, you know, it was it was cracking to see him back and in the ring and all that kind of stuff. And then I'm dying the next day. Was so weird, but I remember thinking to myself, Man, see if you were like it must have been even mere, like, Mary a shock if you were like an ultimate warrior fan when you because that was that return was very nostalgia based, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and so something shocking- even with the re masking
4: that, that he done was quite I mean, yeah, you expect him to come back and painted his face or whatever, but he put his mask on and that was him and in his in the trench jacket. But even, even, I think the words that he says were a bit spooky after it when you were like, Aye. It he, was basically his an effigy, wasn't
0: it? Aye, it was so yeah. weird.
3: Yeah, I really need to ask you a couple of questions about this. I'm looking at your Instagram and I'm 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 blown away a bit. So, did you sell them or did you just make them?
4: Nah, so the, the majority of them. So I started. I think I was I was in Cyprus, and I'd, i I was looking for the original twelve and came across customs, and I thought, you know what, I can do better than that.
3: In Cyprus, yeah.
4: Uh, I I was in the army, so I was in I was out in Cyprus and, and I thought I can do it, and I'll get a bash. Then I, I spoke to somebody who was making it and they kind of talked me through it. And then when I, I came back and then started making them. And then people wanted to buy them. I didn't think they were good enough, so I sold them for like pennies. Mm. And obviously the more and more time that I spent making them, the better they go and the better they go And I knew I make the order. So people just what do we see the stuff saying, do people
0: ask for? What kind of stuff do people ask for when they Commission you to do stuff.
4: See, be honest, I've had everything from like people's kids to like famous people. For I've made Chubby Brown, I've made cannon and ball. <laughs> you really? I, you made cannon I, and ball? I've made cannon ball. People ask me to make the the chocolate I was like, All right, I'll try it. <laughs> you no, know I mean, just what? To be honest, if you want it, I'll try and make it because if it's a laugh, but I try not to make people that I don't like because I'm like, I, I don't put my life in it if you know what I mean.
0: Aye, right. yeah. this is the thing I want to. Eat. Like, just to express to all the listeners out there, um, this guy's custom figures are really, really, really good. I, I've so got like mine, mate. If you, the, if you the, have the, a wrestling fan, it's amazing, isn't it, Gredo? If
3: I'm just, just looking at the, the, I mean, you've got my tattoos. Did I give you a picture of my tattoos? Uh, right. so
4: I've, Aye. So I hounded you for about five months before you <laughs> answered
3: me. That's typical, <laughs> mate. <mean>. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, Listen, he yeah,
4: did yeah, it yeah, to yeah, us as well, the by the way, pictures. mate. I know. I think it does it to everybody else. I'm offended.
3: Combs are bad. But here, what I want to ask you is the face is bang on, but is it, is it another figure's face?
4: So yours is Randy Orton. <laughs> uh, <probably>. <laughs> <laughs> yours is
3: Randy Orton and
4: Rab's is, think uh, yours is a Rey Mysterio one that I chopped up and made nice. an a tiger mask. It's beautiful.
3: Uh, is that even, is that his Randy Orton's hair as well? Because that, that, you know what I mean, no, your no, hair, no, my hair's no, bang I on.
4: Set off and I'll give you new
0: hair.
3: Look, what else, John you, Rab. what
0: else did you add onto the Randy Orton head?
3: Because look at that—that that looks more like Grado than Randy Orton, doesn't it? I, I, do, I on, did, I on, did, I on, did no.
4: bolster his cheeks out,
3: didn't I? <laughs> 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 I was, how long was on the fucking port for?
4: I, I did give him a couple of chins and give him some cheeks on. Brilliant! I love but, that. But no, that was it. So I thought he was the best I could get close to you, and then just spitting them out a bit. And I went, but
3: did mines Did I could? Did, I, did cost a lot more for material? That for like my, my excess skin.
4: It's two years took
0: longer.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It was 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 Rab's wife's fucking... uh, What was it? The fluffy... fluffy Oh, the (laughs) feather boa, I think. Is that a feather boa? It was that, (laughs) it was the pain in Fucking
0: magic. I couldn't believe it when I showed her. I was like, look at your boa! <laughs> Look at but, but see if you're like like anybody out there if you go if you're away somebody that's into wrestling or even just for yourself, but if you're a way somebody that's into wrestling or, or who had wrestling figures when they were a wee guy, like I kinda think a better gift you could get them for a Christmas or something. Oh like, definitely like, I'm I'm, gonna get a name or something. It the coolest it's the and, coolest thing.
3: And do you do like um see that I'm just looking at stuff you've been tagged in, Kyle. Is it do you do the um the, the, the packaging as well? Do you can do you build that?
4: No, nah, mate, so like I get a guy in Germany or a guy in the UK that does it. started off with a guy in Germany. Then, more people in the UK started doing it. So, uh, I, I work with loads of different people. You know I mean, you can see, like on the page, I try and promote loads of other people who make customs and do different wrestling stuff or even art. You know I mean, I love art. And so, I just post loads of things on my pages to try and get other people to look at other people's pages because I think not enough people look at different shit on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. It brings them in. I mean, if you're interested in art, there's so much out there that's unbelievable that people do. Then within the wrestling community, there's same again. There's people where that they belts, packaging, like you're saying, figures, drawing posters, t-shirts. There's yeah, there's so much of them.
3: Do you know what? Do you, do you know who? Because I, I mean, I, I, believe it or no, when I was a young boy that loved the wrestling, I never owned one figure. Not never owned one you figure. Did, did you own figures, John?
2: Yeah, I had a couple. I had a couple, yeah. but uh, it was more of I had the figures. I was just more into like just getting the videos and the tapes I, and all that sort of
0: uh, stuff. I had them. I had the old ones. I was into it. The first one, the very first one I ever got, the very first one I ever got was a double pack of uh, Demolition, it was the very first figures. I got. one.
4: Yeah. Uh,
0: and they were amazing. They had the fucking yeah. gear and all that. And then I get Jake the Snake. And it was Jake Snake, I remember, that completely blew me away. When I go up, because he's yeah. he's punching yeah. him was the most. I just loved playing with that that punching you him. You uh, It was it was great. I loved. it. Uh,
4: Jake. With Jake was probably my favourite one as a kid because it came in a snake. right and yeah. all that, and it was like oh, this is amazing because it came in a snake. Snake done nothing. It was just a bit of rubber. I liked the yeah. macho man with a really simple elbow, but it was a really yeah. it was a really yeah.
0: powerful movement. Uh, I was never a fan of the. I was never, you know, the, the Ultimate Warrior and Marty Jannetty style... Uh, the jumpers. Jumpers?
4: Yeah, jumpers on? are, they are like the worst thing under the sun. I love just pulling my bits because they're shite. Right. <laughs> no, it's like, it's my best thing in life now is just to pull jumpers apart to make bits fun because they're terrible. And anyway, right. They were just, they never made sense and you just couldn't play with them. Apart no, from the no. jump. No, yes. so even I
0: was a wee guy, right? Let me just tell you this. When I was a wee guy, I used to run, I had loads of figures and I used to run a kind of wrestling promotion, right? right. And I would, I would create cards in the matches, right? And then I had a total game system of how it worked. So it was a, it was a coin toss game system at first and then it, it went on to a dice rolling game system. First of all, it was just coin toss where they would go together. One would go into their move, you'd flip heads or tails to see if the move came off. And if one of them got three moves in a row, they could go for the pin, one, two, flip the coin, see what comes up. And eventually I made it mere advanced and did it with dice. And I would run, I'm, I'm no joking here. I would do this for like, I had loads of cards. I had them all written during a jotter. And I, I had all sorts, I was fucking well into it. I was well into it, man. <laughs> that beautiful big blue plastic ring and all that. But, yeah, I, it means, I think
4: means in there, actually.
0: And I can see it, I, I can see yeah, the steps. Uh, that's
4: and, the one I, I I use that for like just taking 40s of my figures. So it just sits here, but it's Did you have
0: any of the WCW
4: ones? I so I mean I was I mean we never had that much money as kids so we never had like loads of figures so I either had some of the WCW ones Or a couple of the WWF ones I never had like a massive collection right but Rick the Sting was always my favourite one Aye. in WCW because he was one of my favourites I like the globe figs even though you carry all day much with them
0: I like them as well because they look good they like they look yeah. really good and there was just even though I mean you could day mail with a figures that were like that. Then you could wear a jumper for the Aye. fucking
4: WWF ones. For the WWF, and you one.
0: could
4: battle them off your sister's heap
3: with them breaking because <laughs> of yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a fear of breakage. Yeah, see one, see see one thing. Which your ultimate favorite figure that you've created? Like If we were to go on your Instagram, I'm looking at one at Paul Heyman for WCW man, and it's shit hot man. Have well, you got on, one that you would say right? That's that's my proudest work.
0: And how hold on, see, how do people see this? What, is it right, so
3: on I'm on. So I'm on Instagram.com slash Kyle Customs 2018.
0: Okay. So go and look at that. to you see the stuff up there? Because it's really good stuff. Hi, so tell us, man, what is what is your favorite of the customs that you've made and also what is your favorite of the original figures as well? What what one do you think is the best example of the original figures?
4: So the customs are a hard one because every couple of ones like every now and again I'll make one and I'm like right that's amazing and I nearly cry putting it in a box to send it to somebody mm. <laughs> I don't know I would them like my warrior stuff with the, the kind of trench coats and all this because I can paint the back of the trench coats and it just that's probably my favourite part of it I mean I'm yeah. working on I'm working on one now but I'm changing the warrior free so it's got rope shake action rather than that stupid running one and that'll be brilliant when it comes out but it's probably not my favourite i probably say my latest favourite one is my Hulk Hogan for the Hulk Hogan VHS cover, which I put up today because it's Hulk Hogan's birthday. So I put it back up again just to show oh, people. Oh,
3: that's a cracker, man. And he, he's got away.
4: So it's the poster for... He's basically, like, bright red Florida tan Aye. fucking hulking out to you. Oh, it's amazing. Then bench So I'd probably say that's one of my favourites because it was one of the later ones that I've done and... It, just that, I made you Hulk stuff, kind of curling fucking whatever it is he's curling, just brings back so many memories to kids, I think, because of the poster.
3: I love this Sting one as well with the USA jacket.
4: Oh, I love all my Sting ones there. Sting's my favourite. I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully end up with just one cabinet just full of different
3: attires. Do, uh, do you know get any follows? I know, I've looked at some of your follows. I know that uh, Brian Myers follows you and Chris Hero. Have you never done anything, because I don't actually know. See the the what do you call them? Zach Ryder and Miles. do they did they ever speak about you in their podcast? do they know about you? Is it figures I, they actually talk about?
4: <laughs> I saw so the on. So Brian has brother got in touch with me and asked to make the the scene for the barbershop shop with Janetti, uh, Michaels, and Brutus the Barber. So I, I made one of them for him for his birthday. So he never knew about it, and then he's he's brown law bought bottom the, a kind of barber shop set, and and gave him it. So he's got them in his house. Chris Hero's got, uh, I think he's got my twin towers. and wants me to make giant haystacks and big daddy for him. So I've got figures and wrestler associates like Natty Nightheart. She's got them in her kitchen. Uh, there's a couple of other people. Fred Oppen's got one of them. is tugboat, and so there's people that are out there that. Like I looked up to his kids that have got figures in the house so. That's Amazing, the best mate. I'm, I'm looking yes. as
0: well, like I've got a fucking This Harley Race one you did It's fucking unreal man uh, Harley, <laughs>
4: yeah, I, I like Harley Race as well though. The face
0: of the Harley Race one is Just unbelievable
4: Yeah so the faces either come from like Mattel figures or Somebody else will make a face And then I'll just buy a head and just Change bits in it or however that works I mean the majority of the time Tell bring out decent figures with decent heads, and then you
1: just pop the head off and change it. Oh, John! I
4: mean, it's
0: just—it's just amazing. It's just like they're—they're they're so good. They're so good, and it's so creative oh. to be able to kind of because basically what you're doing is you're improving the stuff that's the stuff that's there, uh, and uh, it's, it's cool, man. It's, it's so cool. God, I, it, do you I, find I, it relaxing today, mate? Because that. People out there might know I like to paint Wii Games workshop miniatures, right? I like painting my Wii Games Workshop miniatures and it's I find it really, really relaxing, peaceful. Is it the same? Do you get the same hang fit, mate?
4: I and I'm the same as you. I think to be honest, when I started it, I was busy in work, so I would finish work and then I would just sit and paint it and make and it was that place where you can just stop and forget about stuff and just focus mm-hmm. on one thing. So it's kind of like meta stress relief. And then obviously the more and more I've done it. And the mayor now my mind goes like 800 miles an hour because I'm trying to think of what to do next. And that's something, like the next stage is always what they do, do next, how they improve, what I do, do next to, to make the page different from just being pictures constantly up flashing and I'm like, let's try something different. Yeah, But yeah, I'm the same as you. I find that the painting part of it is probably my better bit because you can just sit down and focus.
1: Right.
4: Probably the worst part about kind of painting is having to go into the workshop uh, shop <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that what you use? Do you use the citadel ah, paint? I just do these citadel paints, you not know I mean? But nice. you just they're good yeah. paints, they good paints. It's when they say to you, do you want a baggie?" in you like that? Nah, here right mate, I'll stuff my puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always <laughs> taking, them, I'm always not, taking I the bags. bags. <laughs> I'll carry the bags with pride.
0: No, <laughs> eh, it's, it's it's great, man. It's great what you do. And eh, so how do how do people find you so they can order stuff and all of that? What's the best way of getting you?
4: Uh, like Grado said, so I tried to, uh, manage to keep it, so it's Kyle Customs, so it's Kyle with a k and Customs with a K, 2018, and that's on Twitter and Instagram, so I managed to keep them kind of linked, so it's not too bad, uh, I'm not on Facebook, though, apart from under my own name, i in my k name, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm there, but I don't, I don't really kind of take stuff on Facebook, because I'm just trying to keep it as family right. stuff, so most of the time people just message me on Instagram or Twitter and say, can you make me such and such? And I will discuss times and all the rest of the stuff. Because like I said, sometimes there's like six month wait because I'm just either that busy at work or I've just got that much to try to get out the door. You know what I mean? Because Aye. I've got loads of EC side projects like Legion of Doom uh, fucking shoulder pads that are still sat there, half made. Uh, but yeah, it's just stuff like that. So when people get in touch with them, I'll just message them back on Instagram and Twitter and see if you for there.
0: Mate, see when you finish the Legion of Doom shoulder pads we you come back on? Oh, them. yeah,
4: definitely. I, I've got a smaller set that I'm going to do for my daughter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> brilliant, yeah, they're, brilliant. they're going to be gold. So,
3: beautiful, he's
4: a shout and they're
0: done right, so we can see them a bit. A bit. Just like keep in touch with us, man, because it's the brilliant stuff. And thanks so much for sending us the. No, no
3: that was mega interesting, mate. It really was. And, and, and I'm just looking at the digital thing that you've done with me and all we old Dargly great on it and all that. I love it, mate. That's superb, man. Just ah, yeah, it's very really talented. Vaulting.
4: Yeah, I'll send you the files for it. Oh, that'd know, be probably. great, mate. i went print that out. Tim's the T-shirt that I tried to make for John and they go fucking scrap for yeah, trademark yeah, yeah. infringement. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which <Where laughs> one was that? We tried Spicky it. Club, we tried to get club. a spooky club design <laughs> of the merch
0: store. As Kyle said, I'll put something else. Oh, brilliant, that's fantastic. Hey, listen, mm-hmm. Spooky Club might be back at Halloween, by the way, so uh, let's right. just wait at the. Uh, uh,
2: oh, that's what we can call the night!
0: If we go live, Spooky Club. The, spooky club. Uh, spooky,
4: the club spooky club? This Linda presents Spooky Club. The Spooky Club? Oh,
3: mate, the best, the best.
4: <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy
3: that does t shirts, so. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 I'm sure he's my brother. Thanks guys. a lot. Right. Cheers thanks for that, Kyle, mate. Take care, bud. Take care, take care. Take care. Brilliant.
0: If you want to be on the run in, best bet is to sign up to a Patreon as a World Heavyweight Champs. Get first dibs. I get sea champs, intercontinental, like Mr. Perfect. Get second dibs, and cruiserweight champs, like fucking who cares. Get third. Get us on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to get yourself involved.
1: You just made the list!
0: No, Lister from Red Dwarf was actually named after this section of the show as we bring you the list of wrestling daft. That was a Wee John joke there. Lister. Wow. Uh, from uh, Red Dwarf. I could, I could imagine you were a Red Dwarf fan, John.
2: Oh, I loved Red Dwarf. You're, you're a Red Dwarf fan as well, Florence. Don't I'm pretend not, that you're
0: mate. no. I'm afraid not, mate. Really? Mm-mm. That surprises me. That it's surprises me. me. No, I, no, I liked it when I was a wee guy. I liked it when I was a wee guy. Um, so you can vote for what you want us to talk about on this list by, list by joining us at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Last week's losing nomination the best ECW champions, was up against the best referees as chosen by Gredo, and I thought, I hope he's got some good suggestions here, oh, um, because it's won 62% of the vote, it was the best refs that won so, who's my favourite refs? Gredo, do you actually have favourite referees?
3: Well Brian Hemmer Errol Hemner, Sean McLaughlin um, uh, what'd you call him? Shit. What's I see the other ICW referee called? Thomas Kearns. Thomas Thomas, sorry. I'm i really real tired. Thomas. Uh, yeah. But you, you aye. The the um aye, you just you weren't the the, the the best referees, didn't you? I loved Errol Hemler refereeing my matches. I loved Brian Hemler doing my match. Got such a buzz after that, you know what I'm saying? Really, really talented men.
0: Number three for me as Charles Robinson.
3: Little Natch. Little nature himself. felt sorry for him in that, that um, documentary where they're trying to get Ric Flair's jackets. Why? Mate, because he was mega put under pressure. Did you watch it? No, no, no. What happened? Mate, it was actually quite sad. Basically, they did the WWE done a series where they tried to recover all the Ric Flair stuff for like their museum that they're building or whatever, and they went to um, Charles Robinson's house and they were like, ah, right, we need we we want this cause Nature Boy gave Rick Flair. I didn't actually realise that Charles Robinson was obsessed with Ric Flair. Like it was his absolute hero. And all oh, his house is just full of Ric Flair merch. And they were like, ah, We want this Jacket. And they were offering or Robes, should I say, and they were offering him money. And he busted out greeting. He busted out greeting on the camera. And Ric Flair had to leave the room. He was like, ah, I can't have anything to do with this. Chara was like, ah, "Please don't make me sell this." He was like, "I don't want to get rid of it. I don't want to get rid of it." And you're going, and it was the guy that was pestering him. He's going, "Oh, but it'd be really good if we could buy it." And I'm going, "Fucking leave my lane, man. Leave him keep him his Jakey. Doesn't want to sell it. I can't." And eventually, but they eventually done a wee deal where they got another Ric Flair robe and they swapped it. But I don't think it was as good as, as original. And I just thought that was shady. He had the cameras on him, and he was just like, ah, "I don't want to get us up, man." Fuck him! Fuck him!
0: Grown man collecting fucking other guys' robes.
1: <laughs>
0: Number two, and I'm going by just great refereeing performances here. Number two, Greg Hempel.
2: Oh, for God's <laughs> sake! You can't have Greg Hempel as a
0: referee. Why? <laughs> hey, Greg Hempel you... refereed. Oh, uh, if that's
2: the case you could grace to put Stone Cold Austin. Steve. A Austin. great match
0: between <laughs> Jeff Jarrett and uh, Lionheart. And he was put on the spot. He'd not done much refereeing, and he and he smashed it. And He'd it no Jeffrey. done much refereeing. I'm sure Jeffrey. I'm, Je- I'm sure Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey. I'm sure Jeffrey Jarrett would agree that he did a he did a great shift. So my number two is Greg Kempel, and my number one is the one and only Errol Hebner, for just being a good egg, or you know, also for being involved in a horrible screw job and all that. And just being a kind of bit of a sort, and also, you know, he goes like that to Grado. He says things like, Come on, and let's get drunk, Grado. Aye, come well, on, and d- let's get drunk. Gredo.
3: Do you know? I hope he's all right because you never hear him anymore. I'm going to text Brian, see if you he, how he's getting on. Be good, yeah. get on be good to get him on this, but good to get him oh, on this, huh?
2: Yeah, hi
3: Oh, get but he's real. It. Do you know what? But see, to be honest with you, he's really bad on camera. Why? He, Oh, uh, so we, me and Robbie, e, we thought it was the best idea ever. We started our, we wanted to rip off uh, between two. Ferns. Ferns, right. And what we wanted to do was between two, between two jobbers. Is that what it was called? Between two jobbers or something like that. What was between two? Oh, no, it wasn't. It was between two stoogies. We were going to go run about as, as stoogies backstage. And what we did as we'd sit either side and we'd get somebody in the middle and we had done a pilot episode with Errol Helmer and it just he freaking he just he just didn't get it he just didn't get it he kept track be funny and all that and it was just just wasn't it working at all me i, so want, to know, you know, I skidges, want to see this yeah between two this. do you
0: still have this i want to see
3: this i don't know i'd, I'd love to see it myself but it really didn't go down as as planned because as well, we thought oh he's gonna be like we is and he's a night out and all that and he just kind of he was dead nervous and he kept trying to be funny. It was a fuck out of
0: you. Some he was an old on soul. He's some laughing a night out, by the way. <laughs> he is, he, Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Yes, mate. Let's see what the punter says. Super Mark Harris says, You can't beat Little Nate and WCW. Little Nate fucking greeting <laughs> <laughs> my
3: jacket, my jacket. you. You want this J skit? You want this J skit? That's enough
0: for that. Brian says, Brian Hildebrand, he was a legend that felt every move. Stephen. Say Sean McLaughlin because of his expressive face. I watch his face more than some matches. Even who is in love, with Sean obviously. Kev says Sean sure my age here, but dangerous Danny Davis or Nick Patrick. Any referees and you would cause trouble. And in- oh, hey, hi, hey, dangerous Danny Davis, Nick Patrick. I like all that stuff. Like a bad ref, man. A dodgy ref. There's no, you don't get enough dodgy refs nowadays. Mm. Apart from the fucking Celtic games. <laughs> 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 no, I'm saying boys. Mark says Lil Nate and, and Hebner are top two. William says Brian Hebner and Aubrey Edwards Just Jamie says John Anderson Contenders, you will go on my first week
3: (laughs) That's a good shout, man That's that's funny What's another week?
0: Um, Is this Neil or is it Neil? It's Neil
3: He says Uh, My one
0: and only gig as an official Was in a hardcore championship match about 10 years ago It started with a missed attempt at a spear Sending someone into Linlithgow Loch and ended with a powerbomb in the shores of the Firth of Forth. All this is the peak of my career, knowing that it could never be topped and hung up the stripes not long after. Either that or the organizer found someone who could actually fit into the top they provided, avoiding people wondering why the blue mini had suddenly turned up in a West Lothian wrestling promotion completely unannounced. A very uncomfortable afternoon. But a blast nonetheless. Scottish <laughs> Wrestling Network says I assume Rab will have the boys for WrestleZone on his list already, seeing as he's a big fan. Many a bingo balance match refed by Dennis or Mikey.
3: And guess and guess what Dennis's second name is? Franz. Law.
0: Dennis Law. You're
3: Dennis Law is a referee at WrestleZone.
0: Mick says HBK any skimpy shots and red basking just for that amazing red bump half or three ropes. Uh, Steve says, Big Tim White, feedback natural era was some lad. He was also well-known for being Andre the Giant's handler back in the day and <laughs> has some cracking stories about the big man on YouTube. In terms of today's talent, the AEWF Aubrey Edwards, is excellent. She's got some great back and forth. With me-
3: remember he kept trying to kill his? Remember they done vignettes where he would kill himself every week? Aye, that's right. Remember? How weird was that? That was mental, no, wasn't it? Do you remember that, John? I don't remember this. Tim White. Oh, mate, he killed himself on Raw yeah. every week.
2: I don't remember. Right, what that, it? It
3: was like... Oh, mate, really bad.
2: That would not go down well in 2021, would
3: it? <laughs> it would not at all. But oh my gosh, if you watch it, now. ladies and
2: gentlemen, at, right now, do you mind? He's,
3: uh... <laughs> he's, like that. no, you he's, he's trying to eat rat poison here. <laughs> he eats up, and, and he dies, and he dies every every. Then and and he just dies. Like he's he's to or he's dead. Was this
2: like South Park was because South Park was big, it's like you killed Kenny, can kind of I so they got you killed
0: Tim White? You no, know Vince McMahon is loving that.
3: He, he killed yeah. himself sixteen times.
0: John says Mike Kyoto, Earl Hebner, before all the drama, just a great main event ref. And I suppose Charles Robinson is the new main man. I heard him on podcasts and he's lovely. Apparently, when he's like <laughs> Ian says, Loved Kiota, hated Hebner's boy. Shout out to Perla Kalina, who should have been a wrestling ref. Good shout. Woo! Now, remember, there's loads of more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling Bonus episodes, extra content, our community. That's where our community exists. Best way to get involved is to sign up to one of your tiers at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Listen, let me tell you something. This is how you fund the show. This is how wrestling daft continues. This is how me and Gredo get to buy our free Bentos pies. <laughs> if you fancy that, sign up now. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We'd love to welcome you to the roster. We like to get in a kid on car, an imaginary motor, pretend to be wrestlers and try to pop each other while we drive back for a show at the (laughs) Airgate. What a show tonight, man, that was a fun show, wasn't it? There's just something about me and you, Gradle, when we get together on a show, there's just a vibe to it. there's just something, I I feel like the audience just loves us.
3: We're kind of (laughs) like a sort of underground Sam and Mark. Have uh, I told you about uh, how me and my wife have been together for 11 years, Rob? Seriously? That's uh, 11 years, and you'll yourself any relationship that involves a wrestling fan. I mean, I've tried for 11 years to get her to watch the wrestling, but she's just yeah. no into it, Rob. See, I've tried all the big moments where I've tried the high spots, I've tried the firefly funhouses, the pipe bombs, but the most I'll get out of her is that she thinks Undertaker's cool as fuck. She's not a golfer that, she just thinks his entrance is the best. That's true. She likes Sir Gredo as well. That doesn't really work with the story for... That's kind of... That's kind of, she'll, she'll, she'll say. She likes Sir O'David the Great as well. Especially that promo where he's on about busting somebody's onion and he jumps into the water. So, I'm a decade in now. And my attempts to get her on board have been thwarted time after time after time. Met by nothing but Ambivalence, Rob.
0: Ambivalence. As you government.
3: can, we're always on the road, mate. We're always working away for him. So, I can I can really get to wrestling. That doesn't work either. Can I get to wrestling shows? That doesn't work as well. But I can barely get to wrestling shows. But see, in July twenty nineteen, the stars had aligned. Right, ICW announced Who's party was going to be gone over two nights. So, not just that, two nights that I was home. I I decided, right, I thought that's a bit of a rare move, right, but I thought I'd go a wee bit macho as much as you can do when you're talking about fake fighting. I dug my heels in and I says, right, I'm here for this next ICW show, but it's on for two nights, so here's a crack, you're either coming with me, or I'll be weighing Glasgow the whole weekend, it's your call. I wasn't particularly proud but putting that on her, but it's a Mm -hmm, mm
1: truth.
3: So I'm not going to lie, I bribed the rotten, we're nice to tell promise your choosing what we did during the day, where we ate, everything she finally agreed, and we ended up getting these two tickets for the Shugs weekend of two thousand and nineteen. Nice. Well I must have been something special in there that night. Maybe it was Yesin Rees new J Skit. Maybe it was a fill I getting to chant fuck the police as a kinky party triumphed over the anti fun police. Or maybe it was the pure elation. I've seen Stevie Boy return from injury to capture the ICW Championship in an emotional main event classic, but I've had a bit more pep in my step that weekend because nine months later, trust me, I've tracked the dates, we welcomed our daughter to the world. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. Congratulations,
3: grade one. Yeah. The buff of your wen so that's again, okay, that's a really, really, really beautiful type of road story. And there's no, well, I was, I was gonna say, there's no coming from, I the suppose the there is.
0: Is that the end of the story?
3: It's the end of the story, yeah. So, he he, 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 he,
0: let me explain something, right? Well, let me explain something to the people. Sure. Listening. I don't want to hear lovely stories about how, how your wains were conceived, right. I'm wanting to hear the kind of sleazy, disgusting <laughs> stories that wrestlers are telling when they're on the road with their mates. What kind of stories do you think Errol Hebner is telling Gredo when they're on the road? I think Errol Hebner's talking about, oh, and then we had our wee baby and you know, it was beautiful. Errol Hebner's talking about the fucking strippers. <laughs> you know, a fucking blood and spunk everywhere. That's what Errol Hebner's
3: talking about.
2: Well, see, it's mixed messages now from you two. Sometimes... I
3: I I, I it's agree. Went far,
2: it's went too far in our direction. Too right? far in our direction now. Right, it's too far in our direction. We need to
0: find a middle ground here, is what you're saying. So, right, we- listen to this guy. Who was it that sent that in? Dean. Who? Dean. Dean. Yes. Listen, brilliant, mate. I'm glad you had a great weekend. It sounded cracking. And congratulations on your daughter. The best thing that can happen to you in life is having a daughter. But I'll tell you this, right? This is to everybody else out there, right? <laughs> We want to hear some degradation Dirt Some filth Right And I'll tell you something some else. Muck. I don't want to hear any fucking story It's like So when I was in nursery <laughs> Or when I was I want to hear stories <laughs> I want to hear stories about Grown men or grown women Right and, re, and, and and let's hear some stories for a fucking woman I know I'm not yeah. sitting here anymore And listening to guys Sending stories So I went to a stag party With my pals So I went to my brother-in-law. So I fucking met this last year all that. I know there's women That listen to this podcast I want your stories And all if something yeah. happened with your fanny on a night out, <laughs> Grady will fucking talk about it.
3: Aye. I, I want to know if you have been lifted, indecent exposure, you know.
0: Have you killed a guy? Broad. Have you killed a guy?
3: I want to know somebody that's been on the dark web and ordered a gun.
0: You get a guy, you stick a knife right in his fucking neck like that, and the blade of the knife actually mm. comes out of his mouth. doesn't go in his mouth. It fucking comes out of his mouth. Have you done that? Yeah. Have you killed your husband?
3: Have you done something that's accidentally led to somebody else getting an illness and then they die? <laughs>
0: have you have you been webcamming as a kind of sex like webcam thing? And some guys paid you money to masturbate on camera, mm-hmm. and then you say to him, "You're pathetic. You should fucking kill yourself." And they've went and killed themselves.
3: I right, blackmail. Blackmail. Have you? Um... Have you have you have you been have you been involved in some sort of money laundering campaign or sex trafficking?
0: Have you opened a nail bar somewhere pretending that you're good at mm-hmm. doing nails, but actually you've got teenage lassies trapped downstairs and they're prostitutes? Oh.
3: <laughs> Do you sell Charlie?
0: Do you produce radio
3: shows for George Bowie? <laughs> Do you, work, do you work with Crofty?
1: Eh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: uh, bro, oh, that right. was another episode of Wrestling Da, folks. That's a, uh, you know, well, kidding on, what you know, uh, happened? That, I mean, that was a nice
3: story, Dean. That is nice. I'd like to know what your Uyghur was called.
0: It is nice. It's, it's nice to hear that also an ICW show is the reason why you had a way in as well, because it's primarily virgins are go and see ICW. Well, we know known
3: ICW 2019, and the 19th, was Party? I thought it was if it were.
0: We were on that show, wouldn't we?
3: No, maybe it was Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing, maybe actually.
0: Ah, I was Fear and loathing. Was fear uh-huh. loathing. That's it for Wrestling Daft. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple and get us and wherever you get your podcasts. Mind for more content. There's loads this week plus a video version of the show. My god, get on board. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. What are you waiting for? And particularly when we're going to start doing live stuff, it sounds like you need to become a patron because the patrons get perks. Uh, if we're going to be doing live stuff, the spooky patron- club. Are the ones we want to be speaking to in the Spooky Club. So join the Spooky Club, get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, check out our merch at forward slash wrestling daft, get yourself fucking vaccinated, get out there, start living your life again. It's wrestling daft up the road. Welcome! Welcome. Audio Frontier.
1: plus